Welcome to the MX Vice SMX Review Show with myself, Ben Rumbold, and my colleague, Brad Weiner. How are you doing there, Brad? Yeah, all good. Yeah, just uh, we had a good weekend out on the bike. Um, <clears throat> up at the, uh, uh, that new Monster Mountain track, but um, yeah, we're, uh, we're not here to talk about um, the Bridgestone. We're here to talk about AMA, so we'll move on. <laughs> it kind of looks like Parler, though. I think it's, uh, it's it a sort of the closest national thing. effort, isn't it, for the Welsh? Yeah, there. probably the closest, closest track we've got over here to... Uh, yeah, a California Star Trek flat with some jumps. But yeah, no, it was a, it was a pleasant surprise to be fair. So, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's, that's, that's good to hear some positivity from you, Brad. That's, that's, that's the, I'm a bit worried though. That's, I'm supposed to be the positive one, and you're the negative. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Where, where, where are we going to meet? This is going to be bad news. Uh, yeah, right. So just make sure that we're all good, and uh, mention our sponsors there before we bring in our guests. So yeah, many thanks to AS3 Performance, uh, the home of aftermarket motocross and enduro parts, from hardware and protection parts, including skid plates and radiator braces to performance cooling parts including silicon radiator hoses and oversized impeller kits as3 also have a huge range of brake clutch and gear levers all with different features and adjustability check them out online at www.as3performance.co.uk we're also supported and many thanks for them and it's apt for this podcast uh, guest tonight kawasaki motors uk who are pleased to announce the arrival of the new klx 140r range the easy to ride klx 140r liner offers a 144cc four-stroke engine plush suspension and push button electric start making for great trailblazers the klx 140r machines come in three different sizes ranging from juniors first tentative steps to pushing the door wide open on adult riding the highly regarded klx 140r range is ready and willing to add fun and enjoyment in 2023 contact your local off-road dealership for more information we're also fueled by golf race fuels so across sports cars single seaters motorcycle racing and further afield the golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline we're also massively supported by evenstrokes.com and uh, if you want to help yourself to some good kit from evenstrokes.com, you can get some help just for listening to this very podcast using the name of this man right here. Yeah, so if you listen to the podcast, the uh, use the discount code BRADWHEELER10, put that in at checkout, and yeah, it'll knock 10% off your overall purchase price. So um, yeah, do us all a favor. If you need to buy anything motocross-related, do it at evenstrokes.com, and uh, yeah, it gets put straight back into the sport and into MX Vice, so good for everyone. Nice one. And just because somebody tried to put in the uh, the code Brad Wheeler T E N, it's Brad Wheeler one zero that you need to put in. All right. So just to make sure it is the number ten that you use at the end to get your discount. So yeah, thanks very much for listening to this podcast, everybody. And uh, yeah, let's bring in our guest, Pro Circuit Monster Energy Kawasaki rider and twelve time a Supercross two fifty winner, Mr. Austin Faulkner. How are you, sir? Good. Good. How are you guys? Excellent. Yes. Good to have you on board, sir. So uh, you've sort of taken your injury sort of thing and now uh, coming starting to come back from that how's it all feeling for you yeah it's good um i actually did like not my first 30 but my first like 30 with kind of the like other guys that are riding here the tld or the gas gas guys were there and the my, all the guys from my team were at poly yesterday and i did a 30 and was pretty on pace with everybody like not really that not really that uh far off me and joe kind of linked up and did it and he was a little bit faster but um it was uh solid like didn't really times were good everything so actually i'm probably closer to going back racing than i thought i was shooting for uh Wachugal, but it might turn into millville um I'm, I'm hoping it will kind of that side of it's more so up to like mitch and cowie and those guys yeah so that's uh <laughs> if it's up to me i feel like i could go race right now like i could go race red Bull this weekend but it's like because it's like if you 
anybody who's ridden like at a professional level or like a high level, you know that like you can be the absolute fittest guy, you can be the fastest guy at the practice track. When the gate drops, you don't like it's just, it, things change. Like it's race. You have to race your way into shape, basically. You know, like you gotta figure out. Oh, I made a mistake. Oh, my heart rate got up. I need to back it down. Like I need to need to you know conserve energy over the next couple laps and get my heart rate back down and when to pace when not to pace when to charge when all all that stuff uh that comes into supercross is relatively more straightforward because it's only 15 minutes so you can ride pretty hard for 15 minutes and not get tired we're outdoors i mean that stuff does come into play um with how hot it is so on so forth so i haven't raced essentially in over a year i mean i did i did paulo last year the first race of the outdoor season and then i did a heat race at anaheim so essentially (laughs) i really haven't raced in like a year over a year so i need to whether or not like it's outdoors supercross whatever i just need to race period like i don't really care as long as my knee's good which which it's it is now i i don't really care how my speed is i don't really care how my fitness is as far as being absolute at the top like i just want to get out on the track and you know see what i need to work on and it might be a lot it might be a little it might be whatever but i just need to get out there and see just race i mean i haven't raced in like i said like over a year so i just need to race and then go from there i mean just to check then on on the dates of that sorry brad i'll just uh um, let you come in in a second but uh yeah so this weekend red bud july 1st um so you're talking about millville two weeks further on is when you think you could well be ready yeah uh but wash you go the week after that so that's july 22nd is when you really might be looking to come wash is like pretty much a done deal already like i'll for sure be back at wash (laughs) but i that was i talked to mitch about that probably like a month or so ago um, and I was like, well, if my knee gets as much better in the past three weeks and in the next three weeks, I could be looking at maybe even even Millville. And that was like a month ago. And my knee's gotten a lot better in the, the next three weeks, just like I kind of assumed it would. So my knee's not really a problem. So it's kind of just whenever. I mean, I know M- Mitch is, has the, oh, we want you to come in and be able to go and, you know, win. We want you to come in yeah. fully ready and be able. So if you have to take more time and I'm like, yeah, I get it, but like you, you, you have to race your way into shape, like a li- at least a little bit, um, especially with the amount of time that I've been off and uh, the amount of just races I've missed. Period. Um, but also, then there's the SMX races because Mitch was kind of the first discussion I had with him whenever I was just about to start riding again. He was like, "Yeah, we we're not in a hurry. We need you to take your time, do everything really slow, make sure everything." I'm like, "Okay, well, what about the SMX races?" And he was like, "Ah." Oh. Forgot about those. Yeah, forgot about those. So, um, so he was. Uh, I was, and yeah, I, I want to do them. Like, there's there's good money involved and stuff like that. But I just want to be at as many. I need as many races as I can. Again, I've missed so much. Yeah. I mean, not even just because I that I need them. Like, I'm getting paid to race my dirt bike, so I should probably be at the races every now and then. So, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so well. it's just I, I need to be out there. So that's. I mean, yeah, it is good money but I would even if it was the same pay as any other race I I would want to be out there and I got to get points to do it so I got to kind of coming back there is an incentive to come back a little bit early you know where he was kind of like oh there's no you know you're obviously not winning an outdoor championship whatever so take your time and I was like well there's SMX so he was like oh okay well fair enough (laughs) yeah at the moment Jace Owens 30th at the moment he's got 81 points so, 
come back, few solid results. It's uh, it's definitely um, <clears throat> it's not out of the question to uh, yeah, and that's eighty-one points. And I don't, I don't know that anybody a hundred percent knows how it works, like how everything's working, <laughs> because like, like okay, Jet, he probably won't race. He'll probably race the four fifty class. I'm guessing he'll probably race the four fifty class. So he'll race, be out. He said he's going to He'll yeah. be out. Thrasher, he blew his knee out, or he's not racing anymore this season. He'll be out. McAdoo might be out. Um, I talked to him, and he said if he's ready, it'll be kind of if he's if he's ready, maybe maybe not. Um, I don't know how many points Hymas had, but he tore his ACL. I don't know Smith. Smith did something to his hand, so I don't know if he'll be in or out. Like there's so many people that are hurt. And there's still what six, seven more outdoor races or five or whatever. So more people yeah. could get hurt. So I don't know. Like I heard that I don't know which is correct, but I heard that there's just 30 spots, whether or not the guys don't race. But it's like if they don't race, then there's going to be like yeah. literally like 22 people here. You won't even need to run like an LCQ or whatever. So I don't. I don't really know how it – I don't think anybody knows 100%, even the, a, the AMA or whoever's putting it on. I don't even think they exactly know. It's such a new thing that I don't think – Yeah, um, I think – um, Yeah, was, if you come back at, uh, if you come back at Wash Eagle, that gives you four four races, so eight motos, um, <clears throat> to get at, like to get the points. Um, but on the uh, – Jet's actually not on the, the 250 list, so I'm guessing they must have just taken him off of it. Yeah. Um. I'm. Yeah. I'm guessing if people get injured, I guess they'll just bump people up. Just. I'm. I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking that that's how it's gonna work. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, and and with guys that are gonna be out or what? Like there's still, like I said, there's still more races, so still more guys could get hurt. More guys could not do it. I, I don't like. I saw Oldenburg the or yeah, I saw Oldenburg the other day, and he said that he's in it right now but he's he does he's not doing any outdoor races so if he gets bumped out he gets bumped out so i, I don't yeah there's a bunch of guys that are just kind of it's just kind of all over the place so i'm just we're just going to kind of like keep an eye out i guess jso and he has 80 points so right now shoot goal is i need 80 points right we're just going to kind of keep mean, checking there's, in there's, on it and just see yeah you know? there's people out there that are not doing the outdoors like cole thompson uh Curtis shock yeah uh yeah like you said um Mitchell Oldenburg, Chris Blows. Um, there's people that are just gonna gradually work their way down the list. It depends. Um, yeah, depends on how good people are behind it, how far down they go. I guess. Yeah. Um, so that we're just gonna kind of keep an eye out, yeah. I guess, or, and see. Have you had a chance to um, look at the track, the actual track maps for for the SMX races? I looked at. Um, I I looked at. Uh, um, one of them that looked, I've seen the, uh, the one at the Coliseum, the LA Coliseum, mm. cause they released yeah. that one. I think I don't, that was just the biggest deal whenever they released that it. The I saw that one. Yeah. 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 I, that goes out of the stadium. I'll like the pillars or whatever. Um, I saw yeah. that one. Uh, and then I saw one of the ones that is basically, it looked a lot like just like an Atlanta, like a, an Atlanta yeah. motor speed or like a Daytona setup. One of, like in the, I saw the one that looked like that. I probably saw all of them, but those are the only two I remember for some reason because it was like, I mean, I don't really pay a whole lot of attention to the track maps because half the time they change or you can't really, I, pretty much yeah. all the time they change. Something pretty much always changed from the track maps, but um, I definitely saw the LA Coliseum one and one of the other one of the other ones I saw looked similar to like a Daytona or an Atlanta, just kind of a yeah. big, 
big open, you know, super yeah. Do you do you sort of get the impression that it's they're not obviously it's supposed to be super motocross hybrid track, um, but they kind of just look like like a monster cup or like a Daytona type layout. Like it's not yeah. really like, not really like a, a 50-50 mix. It's just kind of yeah. a supercross track with maybe some faster straights. Yeah, no, exactly. That's that's pretty much what it it it, it reminded me of Monster Cup, like mm. which that's that was kind of I guess the idea behind Monster Cup. Maybe maybe not. I don't know if that was like an idea, but Monster Cup didn't have whoops, which I'm pretty sure no. these tracks don't have whoops, and they're just mm. bigger, more open Supercross tracks. So it's that's what I always rode good at Monster Cup. Uh, so that's what I'm like if I could come back there mm. the hardest part of a supercross track or the part that would I guess give me the most trouble coming off my knee is the whoops no whoops so I mean like that's where I was like I feel like I can do pretty good at those races yeah. um, so that's kind of what like, I would yeah, yeah not so that's straight what, not sand <laughs> yeah so that's like what I I would like to be able to come back to those I rode good at Atlanta last year um whenever we did that race so yeah i mean i i i think i'll do good at those if i can get in so that's kind of why i'm mm. putting a little bit extra emphasis on trying to get in um, yeah i mean so. in in my mind the only way you get a proper hybrid track would be to do it at an outdoor track like palo or glen helen or like somewhere where you can you can do 50 percent of the motocross track and then you go onto a supercross track obviously yeah. it doesn't have the same like why factor <clears throat> you don't have the the stadium around it so i understand i understand that but that kind of that's that's the only way i see them doing an actual hybrid motocross yeah. supercross track not just a basically a tame down supercross track yeah yeah it's it's yeah. essentially it's just a supercross track with no whoops that's mm. basically it's a it's stretched out but we do those races anyway, like at Daytona and Atlanta. We do those yeah. races anyway, so it's it's basically just Daytona or Atlanta with no whoops. That it's pretty much that's all it is. So they, the jumps are going to be steep, the rhythms and all that stuff. They're going to be legit supercross jumps. I'm yeah. sure all the turns are going to have berms. It's not like they're gonna they're gonna rip the track. They can't. You can't rip a supercross track up, especially the ones that are if in the stadiums. Like you can't you can't rip those up because you'll you'll go into the. Yeah, football field or whatever's underneath you'll go into that so they mm. you can't rip them up like an outdoor track so yeah there's only so much you can really do it's it's mm. uh, I, I don't really know it's basically just a monster cup atlanta daytona something like that yeah yeah i mean they got the yeah the coliseum obviously is their big headline thing you know to link it in with the history and that's uh that's obviously that and then obviously the other two are brand new but the one with the drag strip looks pretty yeah. bizarre to me that's, yeah uh, that's pretty insane so yeah you talk about a long straight i mean yeah yeah that'll, that'll <laughs> be interesting <laughs> yeah that's what i thought the one was on a drag strip one's in the coliseum then one's just on like a like a normal like uh like in the middle of like a nascar track is that right yeah the other one yeah, yeah. So, yeah chicago yeah, yeah so um um i mean yeah they'll, they'll be sick and and uh i i, I kind of wish to be honest i kind of wish that they would have instead of just because no none of the riders really are asking for more races like yeah like i've missed a lot of races this year so i'm ready to go race but all if you make it all supercross and all outdoors you're fried so by the end of it, you're you're just done. So, not really any riders are like, oh yes, after outdoors, after eleven rounds of outdoor <laughs> racing, let's have the most serious three races of the year. Like let's have the three races that mean the most. Kind of 
nobody's really super but i mean the money's like i what i was my point was i i wish they would have taken that money and just made the purses at the normal races better instead of maybe done those but i mean that's probably where they got the money from is that hey we're doing this that's what they pitched the sponsors i'm sure hey we're doing a playoff style the biggest three races of the year you know give us money to make the person that's probably how they did that basically so yeah you can't really you can't no, really I mean, fall a million it's kind of you know a million dollars for the winner has a better ring to it than three hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's gonna like but from a rider standpoint i just know yeah. we're talking to everybody else we're kind of all on the same page like we would have just rather have had that money but that's probably where that money came from is the fact that they were like hey playoff everybody knows what playoffs are the biggest three races <laughs> yeah. of the year get where we want the purse to be huge the biggest of all the motocross races of the year and then sponsors are oh yeah okay so that's probably where <laughs> how they got the money anyway but i mean it's just like yeah. more races is kind of just like uh you know you're getting cynical in your day Austin. yeah I, I, i'm i'm fine like i'm I've, i haven't raced like i said i raced the heat race this year so I'm I'm not yeah. complaining. Like I need the extra races at this point, but I know I like I've I don't even think I've ever made it through a full. I've missed like one or two races between Supercross and Outdoor, so I haven't even made it through a full season as a 250 rider. So that's half the Supercross races. But I know just after an Outdoor season, you are blown out. Like you're you're over it. Like that's a Supercross season. Yeah, it gets tired, but like it gets tiring, but outdoor season is what really takes it out of you so i after a, uh, 11 rounds of outdoors um that you're kind of just over it at that point and then uh, mm-hmm. if you make it through supercross on top of that you're definitely over it so 17 rounds yeah. for the 450 guys like that's that's a lot of that's a lot of races so um yeah to add a couple races to that while only taking out one outdoor race mm-hmm. i mean i yeah. i, I yes. would have probably preferred like take out one supercross race and two outdoor like take out the three to add the three basically but i mean is what it is can't really complain that much i mean we're getting it's good money in it so that's kind of why that's everybody's talking about it just because there's good money in it so that's kind of that's that's the biggest deal for us riders anyway do you know anything about anything about running like a number one plate the year after if whoever wins they get to run number one plate for the whole the whole year or i don't know i don't know like the blue number plate with the yellow number yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe like that. I don't know. You, get, you gotta wear a different like. color jersey all year. Maybe you just get to run the number one plate just for those three races the next year. Like I don't I don't know how I don't know if like that makes it to where there's a supercross championship, a motocross championship, and then that championship. And if they're all three different ones or if yeah. or if maybe okay, you run a one E, a one West, a one W and then a number yeah. number one plate in the fourth. Well the way class, the way is kind of is pitched is like they take your combined points from both series and then it's a chase format for the for the title so it's kind of i guess you should be able to run it whatever you get all year yeah i would think then you would be able to run it all if if that's the ultimate championship then between yeah. both series i would think you'd be able to run that all year but i don't think they've as far as i know they haven't changed the rule to where like if you win a supercross championship you get to run number one plate the next year so i, I don't mm. like think that that's changed so like i don't know yeah. you know how you do like one e one e one w or maybe you'll do like one 
SMX. I I don't know. Like yeah. maybe they'll do something like that, or it's, maybe it's a different. Maybe it's not red or something. I don't I don't know how that's gonna work, but um, yeah, it's gonna be you know, blue, and it's gotta be get the traditional boys online, isn't it? Because it that that was what they used to do, that combined sort of super series back in the early eighties. Yeah, yeah. there's quite a few famous shots of like Brock Glover wearing a black number one and a yellow plate next to David Bailey with a yellow number one and a blue plate, and like so so Bailey got to wear that number one wherever he was, and he was super cross champion anyway but then the outdoor champion yeah. was someone else so he so you had quite a few shots of those two up front because to be fair the next guy was like on a bog standard privateer kawasaki and was miles back i've actually <laughs> gone into the numbers for that year and it was just like yeah they just the two guys glover and bailey won every single motor so that every race you had the number ones both together so yeah, yeah that would be pretty pretty crazy it, it, this day and age it would have to be one big gold number one wouldn't it yeah. on something you know yeah something probably bigger. something like that yeah that's probably what it would be i, I, I mean who knows I, mean, I don't even think i don't i think that's kind of a minute detail like that's a small detail yeah, yeah, yeah. other stuff they're like we're just trying to get to the races right now yeah what comes after that we'll kind of figure out after that yeah that's kind of what it seems like at least yeah i think i think um because i thought that if you if you won the, the 250 west or 250 east um if you if you wrap it up early or something you could run it at the, the east west shootout at the end of the year but apparently um star were moaning that jet and huntley were running the number one plates uh at the final round but i thought that was i thought that was kind of what people done if they'd wrapped up I, yeah i don't really see what the problem is they won the championship it's like yeah who cares like i don't it's like what it's like yeah. i don't know people just it's not like craig was out of there either dude people find something to complain about all the time it's like dude who cares they won the championship they would say star would you guys not run the number one plate if you won a championship early yeah. no you probably would like like yeah. that's just, who cares like i admit you used to do it all the time i'm sure I yeah used to, like go into Vegas and they're all yeah, four guys that. They, yeah, I remember in the top that. four they and have you'd have one W, one E. Yep. Yep. That looks sick. I think it looks sick. Yeah. So I don't know why. I don't know yeah, why that's a, it's a problem. Everybody like, ah, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I try to stay out of the drama. Any stuff like that. It's just like, dude, who, like, who cares? It doesn't matter. I mean, um, just to thoughts on, uh, on your next move, if you like, in the next uh, sort of series, obviously with Redbud coming up there. I mean, you must have been casting your eye over the Nationals. I take it you've been watching it all. Um, so, I mean, are you quite happy to jump back into what looks like a bit of a fire pit with 250? Or was your eye kind of thinking, actually, 450 looks a bit easier? <laughs> <laughs> hey, somebody just told me that yesterday. Who, so I, I forget who it was, but at the track, they were like, they were like you want to come back? And I was like, yeah, probably Millville, whatever, hopefully. Millville, for sure, Washougal, blah blah blah, same stuff. And then yeah. uh, they were like two uh, fifty, and I was like, well, I mean, yeah. And they were like, well, you haven't even considered four fifty, and I was like, I was like, okay. <laughs> It's not an like Mitch isn't just gonna be like, hey, yeah, here's a 450, go race the 450. Sure, sure, yeah. But like, I mean, if I was trying to get, you know, top finishes right now, like finish as well as I like, yeah, I would do. Like, if I was a privateer coming in to race the class right now, easily go to the 450 class, definitely. Like, there's so, yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many guys out. Like, there might be, I don't know if anybody will. Jason's coming back this weekend. I assume Barsha yeah. will be back at some point. So guys are gonna kind of start coming back in. Um, but there for a little bit, it was, it was open season. Ferrandez and then, uh, Cincerello and, uh, AP and, and Webb. 
There were five. Yeah, five, five. Five guys. Um, and, and usually one of them would go down or something would happen to one of them during the moto. So, like, it, was, it wasn't a weird thing for a privateer to be fifth or sixth. Like, that's, that was a... That was hap- yeah. that's happening almost every weekend it seems like so i mean yeah i would definitely uh if i was not like on a team and i or if i got to pick what class i went and rode i would do 450 right now for sure in that way yeah there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of british championship riders i know because i'm in that paddock every week and it's like a bunch of them like the the guy who uh who won one of our sort of nas- big national events he was just like saying i saw that butron got a fifth this is that um josh gilbert he raced on the husky last year yeah. got uh, got around a little bit got on some top tens and um appeared on a couple of the shows there so uh yeah he was like saying i saw butron got a fifth like jose butron and he's like you know he's barely a top 10 guy in mxgp so like everyone's sort of thinking oh, if butron's in there then it might well uh, be worth a Look, and there are a few British guys coming over for the uh, for the AMA Nationals that we've uh, been told about, so that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, to, like, so a guy called John Adamson from Scotland, yep. and uh, an Estonian who races here called Jorgen Matsis Tarviku, which would be pretty uh, cool to see how those guys get on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're going into this um, back into the sort of two fifties, which is in complete contrast to like all the factory guys are there. It is really wild and unpredictable. I mean, obviously Hunter is kind of stomping his his, his dominance, uh, stamping his dominance on it all, but do you see yourself in 250 for much longer? I mean, you're just about to turn like 25, is it in September? Yeah, I'll be is that 25, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, are, are you are you thinking for as little as possible in 250s, or another year if you can, with all due respect, make it through? Yeah. No, <laughs> you know, yeah. So, um, how are you feeling with it? Um, I mean, I'm kind of at the point right now where I feel like I could go either way. Like, I mean, if right now, basically, it's as simple as like they're paying me. And they want me to stay in the 250 class right now. Like, uh, that's what they want me to do. Um, So that's kind of just what I'm doing. Like they, like it's kind of just, hey, if I get, if I get, obviously, yeah, if if I win a championship or if I, well, it's it's, this is kind of how it works. Basically, is is if if you're winning races, if you're winning championships, you kind of get to call the shots. Like you kind of get to call the shots over your team. Basically, you kind of say, hey, I want to go 450 at this point. I would like to do this. I would like to do that. And if you're doing well, then they kind of just nod their head and say, okay, cool. If you're not doing well, then you, then they tell you what you're going to do essentially. So that's kind of like, I've missed enough races now that that's just kind of how it works. Like that's just what they, you just kind of, I'm like, Hey, so, uh, am I still going to race 450 at outdoors this year, which was kind of the plan. Then they're like, ah, no, you're not. So I'm like, okay, you're great. So that's like, it's kind of, I'm, I'm not really, um, like, I had like a plan in my contract a couple of years ago. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do, and I just keep getting hurt, and it kind of just keeps getting backed up, backed up, backed up. So, um, I'm kind of just doing whatever they want me to do right now. I mean, they're uh, you know they haven't obviously they haven't uh, you know docked my pay or anything with being hurt. So I'm really like that's really generous of them to not which is with as much as I've been hurt. So um, I'm kind of just you know just going with the flow really i kind of i kind of had a plan and everything and it kind of just hasn't i mean obviously getting hurt is never really part of the plan so i'm just kind of going with the flow now it's kind of like if they if they want me to go 450 i feel like i could get on a 450 and be fine if they want me to say 250 i'll do fine on a 250 like either way so um I feel like I'm at the age and I'm kind of like starting to get to the maturity wise and everything like, yeah, injuries. Uh, yeah, they still happen. But like, um, I feel like I've, 
uh, gotten to the maturity standpoint up at the age to where I could go either way. I'm, I'm kind of a veteran in the 250 class or I could be a rookie in the in the 450 class and be be fine either way. Like I, I feel like I'd be fine. So um, it's kind of just what the team wants me to do. Um, and I'm with Cowie through next year. So uh, then, awesome. yeah, then who knows after that. But that's what my current contract is through. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll yeah. just do whatever they whatever they want me to do. Either way, I could see the, the benefits to, to either. Usually you get a bigger salary in the 450 class, but then obviously the bonus, like podium bonuses, it's harder to get in the 450 class. But in the 250 class, um, you get a little bit less salary, but I mean, it's usually typically a little bit easier to get a podium in the 250 class just because the 450 class is literally most of the factory guys are past champions so everybody's really good in the 450 class but not really this year it's not really how this year is shaping up to be but that's just you know typically yeah i guess um like obviously the last season you did in supercross obviously excluding the one just gone we won't really count that one um but you were obviously up there like on the podium winning races i guess as long as like that's if that's the last sort of supercross racing you've done you were winning races i guess you're always going to find <clears throat> like a, a spot somewhere on on a, on a team on a 250 team if you're if you're capable of winning races um i mean like jordan smith for example he's capable of winning the races and he he's like constantly landed on his feet um metaphorically and yeah and uh, physically as well but um yeah like <clears throat> i guess if you're if you're a, a race winner in the 250 class and you can you're constantly proving that you can still win races there's always going to be a spot somewhere yeah exactly that's what i have all of my i always see every now and then everybody i'll get a dm or i'll get an instagram comment oh you're gonna you're gonna lose your ride oh how are you still have a ride blah 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 you know people whatever but it's like it's like yeah. if, if you if you can be a podium really if you can be on the podium in the 250 yeah. class you're gonna have a factory ride what guy is getting a podium yeah. that's not on it's, a factory ride very yeah not off i mean anstey won that race this year and i guess that's not a factory team but that's still like that's still a good a he's not team. a he's not a privateer by any means i don't think so no. um so like if you can be a podium guy um if you have the you know ability if you have the ability to win races uh you're not yeah. uh you're it's you're not, gonna be yeah. you're gonna be fine so. it's like they, yeah you say oh you're gonna lose your fancy rides like well which, which privateer you're gonna give the bike to that's gonna come out and yeah who's me? gonna be better than me yeah that's what yeah. it's like okay if i'm gonna lose my ride they better they better replace me with somebody yeah better than it's me. like oh i might yeah. not be yeah. i might exactly. not be the best factory rider at the moment but i'm still better than the the next the first privateer guy yeah exactly that's that's kind of that's yeah that's just what people all the time are always commenting oh you're gonna lose your ride oh this and that it's like okay like I've just, I, it's, I just shrug it off because i'm just like okay you guys don't really know exactly how stuff like it that works. works or like yeah but it's what it is i mean i'll uh yeah 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 good stuff i mean um it's intriguing from our side of the pond as well. We can see that World Supercross has been set up, and then uh, suddenly, immediately, the AMA bring out this uh, this SMX World Championship as well. So, uh, it, I, do you think it's uh, in kind of a response to that 
sort of World Supercross thing where they started to maybe take a few riders across, the likes of your Colt Nichols and uh, Mitch Oldenburg and, and um, obviously you've got some of the older ones doing it as well, but uh, obviously Max Anstey as well as one and Kenny, of course, is the big headliner yeah. there. So we've got a few guys there who would be racing outdoors regularly, like, like Ken did last weekend, uh, the last round, sorry. Uh, do you think that's going to be ongoing, a bit of a battle for the AMA to keep riders in pro motocross? And, and have you as a rider got World Supercross kind of on your radar or something? Actually, that looks kind of interesting. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, I wish, honestly, that... Um, so a few years ago, uh, whenever it was just like Paris or like Bercy or when before World Supercross, they still had like a few, like two of those races during off-season or whatever. Um, I yeah. think it was was Adam or, or somebody went over there and they, they got hurt and they blew their shoulder out and they weren't ready for A1, obviously, or something yeah. like that. I, I think mm-hmm. it was Adam. And yeah, uh, I think it was Jimmy, ever but... since then, Mitch has been like not about any of those overseas <laughs> Supercross races at all. He's, you don't even, it's, you don't even ask. There's, it's not even a point to ask. So, um, was this, I, was this... I think they're sick. I think I would really like to go do them. I mean, going overseas to race is cool. Any, I mean, we're kind of we're stuck in the U.S. You know, we're like as far as Supercross, Motocross, we're not really leaving the U.S. So mm. to go overseas and race on Supercross, whatever, and and different, different, a whole different, obviously, completely different crowd, completely different environment, everything's different. I think that's sick. Like, like. Um, especially just for like a couple one-off or like a couple short, like a short season, like three, four races, whatever. I, I think that's cool. I would definitely like to go do that. Um, and from what I hear, um, I hear that the money is pretty good in that as well. Like, I, I don't know where they get it from or I don't know like what, but I mean, obviously it's got to be pretty decent for them to be getting a decent amount of guys to not race outdoor season to go over there to do that basically it's got to be pretty decent um and from what i heard it is so like that's i think it's sick just because it's another option like it's another option for for guys to go to get paid to go race so like somebody like me who's gotten hurt a lot if there's a if if yeah i don't get re-signed next year then i bet I've, I know, I've already, you know, my agent knows, like, the say, yeah, some phone yeah. Calls, yeah. he knows the World Supercross guys, and the, the, whenever they were talking about it, they were like, hey, we know it's probably not going to happen, because we know Mitch is, like, against going over here, but, like, just let Austin know that, like, if he ever wants to come over here, we'll, we'll make it happen, so, like, that's, that's cool, that's just another option, another, another option to get paid to race your dirt bike, like, that's kind of, is, yeah. uh, a hard i guess thing to do like it's not easy to make a living riding your dirt bike so if if you're able to do that and with with the more money that's coming in like that's what i was talking about earlier is if they could have just took taken that five million dollars or whatever and put it in our normal series that would have helped a lot of guys go race to race the privateer guys and stuff and that would have made it easier for them to make a living riding a dirt bike which so that that just kind of is is you know related to that is it just uh it's just another option if you whatever don't have a ride for outdoors you don't get a ride at all you can hit up world supercross they hit you up whatever and you'll get some change to go over there and and do something go go over there to wherever the races are it's cool you can go like 
obviously scenic. You can go to places you haven't been. You can also race your yeah. dirt bike while you're there. That that's just cool to me. Like I think that's that's you could almost treat it as a vac- as a little bit of a vacation as well as you're getting it's a paid vacation. Basically, yeah. you're getting to ride your dirt bike and stuff like that. So it's um. I'm all for it. Like, I, I think it's sick. I would like to do it at some point. Um, but I just know that as long as I'm riding for Kawasaki, that's probably not going to happen. It's not going to be. Yeah, not, probably not going to happen. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely not opposed to that. I think it's, I think it's you sick. Can, uh, you, you, Lee, you can you can use a fat bar now, though, by the looks of things, if you want to. <laughs> that just got approved. Literally just got approved. Yeah, uh, I guess um, – I guess uh, Joe wanted to run one, and uh, Mitch took a bunch of convincing to get Mitch because he, I guess, doesn't like fat bars. He thinks that they look weird, which they they do. Coming from, I've never ridden a fat bar ever. I've only ridden normal bars. Um, so I we threw them on because we uh, I've ran a cut crossbar before, like just mm. cut crossbar on a normal twin wall, and because uh, that kind of gives it the fat bar feel, gives it a little bit more flex. Um, for maybe some of the more hard pack tracks or whatever, um, or where a lot of square edge bumps are getting a little vibration in your hands. Um, but the biggest thing is um, on the twin wall bars, uh, the uh, where they transfer from like where the grip part is, and then you go in and there's that like stop, basically yeah. like it's it's the part of the where the I don't know what that's called or whatever. But you can only slide your clutch and your brake lever over yeah, a yeah. certain a certain okay. amount and. With uh, a lot of the stuff I've been working on with Rhino, like technique-wise and stuff, it's it's turning. I mean, which is kind of a known thing, but it's turning your fingers yeah, yeah. in, like the like kind of diamond. more you get your elbows up, you kind of yeah. So like a diamond type thing. Yeah, exactly. So like the I rode uh, just like last week. I rode in uh, normal twin walls, twin walls with a cut crossbar, and then fat bars <laughs> all back to back. I couldn't tell the difference between any of them, um, but the fat bar allowed me to slide my 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 yeah. clutch and my brake in just a tad bit more, so I could rotate. Because I'm on my clutch, my brake's fine, but my clutch, I'm almost hitting the rubber every now and then, just mm. if I really rotate my hand. So that uh, that helped. And yeah. Tony was like my mechanic. He was like, "That's a good enough reason to run them." So yeah, sure. If you don't, if you don't. If you're not weirded out by the square crossbar, if that's not a problem, yeah. then I was like, I mean, I'm not. I've only, I've only ever run a, a fat bar on, on <laughs> yeah. a big bike. I've, I've, well, to be fair, whatever comes on the bike stays yeah, on. Yeah, that's bike. what. That's <laughs> what I wasn't. I wasn't really. It, it, none of it made a huge difference um, to me, so I was like, mm. if I can slide my brake lead and clutch a little bit farther in, then that's enough reason to run them. So yeah, let's run them, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I tried. I tried that this weekend, sliding the uh, sliding the levers in, and then um, the first race on Sunday, the uh, the front brake lever fell off. <laughs> off? <laughs> yeah, the off. actual lever just fell. The pin fell out, and then I was going through like this little dragon's bite thing, and uh, went to grab the front brake, and it was it was not there. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't I don't think it was related to me moving the moving the levers in, just poor maintenance on my part. Yeah. But I moved them back out for the next race. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah, if it's not broke, don't fix it, type of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I know that dragon back as well. That's a, that's a sketchy one as well. That yeah, new dragon. Yeah, yeah, we we hear uh, riding yeah. that front rave. So kind of thing. You kind of forget. You kind of just forget how much you kind of rely on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what. Like, yeah. That's. I like even if you're not 
I'm like using a whole lot of front brake. You use it in a lot of places. Like that's yeah. what my something my front brake went out or something happened uh, like a year ago, and I was like, dude, I did not realize how much I depended yeah. on front brake just to just to get the forks down to get the bike to turn, yeah. like and all that stuff. It, it makes still it just just yeah. grabbing it, <laughs> ghost the ghost lever. I was like, yeah, still yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. You, it's just a habit. You're like, oh, corner. Oh, I gotta grab it. It's not there. Yeah, I would do the same thing. I did. Yeah. Thing. I, I still grabbed it and I was like, oh, it's, it's gone. So, yeah, yeah I mean, the yeah. bat brake was smoked when I got back. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you could have fried an egg on it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, oh, here's some stuff. So we got Red Bud coming up, and obviously, yeah, you're still um, uh, out of action there from that side, uh, Austin. So um, we we, are, we have got a little uh, a little prediction league going on, uh, which um, badly is kicking my ass in. It's got to be said. So uh, you know that's just something that we'll uh, we'll have to go by the by. But there is a little uh, a guests uh, cup going on. So uh, yeah, so far no one's really uh, got in there. So yeah, how about some predictions from yourself for this weekend? Would you uh, go for that? For wins or the whole podium? Whole podium. One, two, uh, one, two, four, uh, two, three, and, uh, 450. Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to bet against the Lawrence brothers right now for wins. So I, yeah. why not? I'll just go with both of them for wins. Uh, um, 250 podium. Um, do you know if Cooper's racing this weekend? Is he back or not? Justin Cooper? No, I don't think He's so. Not either. racing this weekend. Okay. No. Um, I'll say I'll go with. Uh, RJ, he's RJ's rode pretty good there, I think, in the past. I'll do RJ second and probably yep. go with D in third. Um, okay, sure. Then I'll go other one. I'll do or four fifty class. I'll do uh, I'll do Ferrandez and Plessinger. Uh, second cool. and third. Awesome. I'll go with that. Stuff. Not not uh, putting any green bikes up there, Austin. I'm sure, you can get a bit. Oh of wait, that. Jason's Jason's back. That's that's a thing. Um, ah. Sure. Throw Jason on the po. Throw Jason in the okay, okay. four fifties. Yeah, I gotta, have, I gotta, I have to have a cowie in there somewhere. So yeah, throw, throw Jason in the in, as podium in the four fifties. Oh, poor Adam, you're picking Jason straight over him on his instant return. I mean, I, I rode with Jason geez. earlier this or last week, and he was going pretty quick. So I mean, he might. Yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah, throw him in. There. <laughs> nice one, Bradley. What are you after? Um, well, I was just looking at the results from the 450 class from last year, oh, and <laughs> the, uh, the the only person in the top ten this still this racing this year is AP. Everyone else is not raced. Well, actually, Anderson, I suppose, but uh, everyone else is out. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I think 450s are, are going to go going to go with Jet, um, <clears throat> and then. I'm gonna go with <clears throat> Frandis as well for second. He's a pretty good run there. Right and up. and then I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Coop for for third. Mr. Webb, yep. Yeah. Right on, um, yeah. Okay, nice one. And then Two, yeah, three, I'm gonna go Hunter. Um, and then <clears throat> gonna go Shimoda. He won it last year. He did win Red Bull last year, didn't he? Yeah, Jet that. went. Jet Jet blew an engine <laughs> in the first one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and then Shimoda. Uh, I'm gonna go with Vial. He's gonna come good at the moment. I'm gonna put him on third every round. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna. I feel like. 
I feel like it's gonna click at some point for him. I just don't yeah. know when that's gonna be. I think he. I don't know if he's actually raced the nations there or not. I don't no, think he, he has. But no, he didn't. I think. Yeah. Um, the I think the paddle reacts better at Redbud. It reacts more like what he's used to. I think at Redbud than it would have done it some of the other tracks. Yeah, because actually sure. definitely will. So I think. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with VL third. I feel like Hampshire is gonna get a third, but. Uh, I think I don't think they did in the second race at High Point, but I think they did he in the first. Paddle, races. Other than that, he runs the paddle almost every race. Yeah, I think so. Loves wow. the paddle. You wow. you always run it. You'd be surprised at some of the tracks yeah. that you always run a paddle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were running it in Indonesia. They were they were all running yeah. it in Indonesia. They had a shot across the back of the of the grid. They were all on it. And yeah, uh, yeah it's just. I, mean, I don't know. So I don't know how much you follow the GPS, but as a track in the Czech Republic would lock it, which is like brick dust. Yeah. Um, they yeah, use it there. It's literally just for the start. Just yeah, for the start. That's, like, that, I, I figured that's why it was, just because they rip it off the start and literally yeah. just for the start. But, like, dude, I those those paddle tires do not have good side bite. Like, no. the side bite on them is not good. So I'm like, dude, they have to just be skating around on those. <laughs> no, pads, like, but um, they also use the Pirelli, which I think is softer than the Dunlop. Mm. I think it's. I think the side grip is slightly, ever slightly better than a Dunlop. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think also a lot of the GP tracks, some of them are a lot harder to pass on, not as wide yeah. as America. So the start is just even more important. Yeah. Yeah. That I have no yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. So did he um, uh, on that then? Brad, did you spot if uh, VR run mm. the Pirellis in uh, Supercross? Because there was one team that told me that although they normally run Pirelli on Supercross, they would go nowhere near it. Um, right, so I don't. Well, I think, um, I think the KTM team runs Dunlop. I think most of the teams run Dunlops in America. I know um, JGR run Pirellis for a long time. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think. Um, I know. Actually, I think it was Caroli last year when he came over and did did a few nationals. He was requesting the Pirelli. Paddle. Oh, okay. Pretty, pretty. Yeah, he's he's running for years, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. But, so um, my picks, I'm going to go with um, RJ uh, as the winner. I'm going to take him over Hunter. Uh, I think Hunter's going to have, finally have an issue. I'm going to be brave. I, I, I need to get I need to get some points back, and maybe this is why I keep slipping back. But I'm just going to go different stuff. It. Right. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'll go Vial second, Deegan third. No Hunter on the podium at all. No, he has a bad one. Ooh. And yeah, another engine issue. Going to follow up Jet's thing with another <laughs> another Honda engine issue this weekend. The power of positive thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, uh, I can't go against Jet. I think he's going to. I think he's going to go perfect. I think it, it's not too soon to start talking about it. I think he is going to go twenty-two and zero. You know, to come as far back as he did with Roxon in the race, I think that proves that no one's got his pace at all. So yeah. Um, <laughs> you watch Hunter go one one and jet level mechanical now, uh, but yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go jet ahead of AP and um um yeah, Fernandez third. There you go. That'll do. Okay, there. cool. So we'll see how it goes. All right. So we'll, we'll let you know how you got on, Austin, and uh, we'll we'll send you a little message there to see if you're going to get this little guests cup that we we're still trying to suss out what the prize is going to be. So yeah, there you go. You, you might get a little R two D two or you know something like that. You know, yeah. you might get that. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> 
good step. So you're uh, pretty much revved up then for getting getting back into competition, and you think it might be on at, at Millville? That'd, that'd be awesome to see. Yeah, yeah, should be should well. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, Mitch said and Rhino said we would reevaluate. I'm doing 20s. I mean, I did a 30 yesterday, but the the kind of goal is to do 20s this week, 30s the next week. I've I've done 30s, like I said, but but more kind of race pace with the other guys because I've kind of been on. I was on vet tracks and we kind of dodge other guys before that just to, just because I know that if they get in behind me, I'm gonna push. And before my knee was really ready and I wasn't supposed to be dabbing it. I was like, I know I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna want to just let him by. So I would kind of dodging guys. So now I'm at the same track. But if if it goes anything like it did yesterday, if, if we can only get better, we got a little bit of bike. We need to mess with the suspension a little bit. Um, we need to get a little bit better. Um, but if we can do that over the next couple of weeks, and I can just get a little bit, a little bit fitter, a little bit faster, then I, I think that Millville should be fine. You like Millville? Yeah, I grew up riding there a lot. Um, oh. That was always the like for Loretta's. Um, that was always the regional that we would go to. Was pretty okay. much always at Millville, so I rode there quite a bit. As uh, me and Sexton would actually always, we would always because he was Illinois, I was Missouri, so we would always meet up in there, and that was we'd always have some good battles up in there. So yeah, yeah, looks like looks like a good track. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the um, uh, I mean, you must have been absolutely champing at the bit to race. I mean, you, you've had such a frustrating run of it. I mean, uh, I do remember pictures of you after your injury this year, and I was thinking, man, I just, I was hoping you couldn't find it back from there because you just looked absolutely just depressed, to be honest. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, was, um, it must have been tough there for you. Yeah, it's it's bad. I mean, the the I, I'm used to it now. Like I'm used to even like kind of the lengthy injuries and stuff like that. But the the first two weeks or or the first week is really brutal or even 10 days is the probably the most brutal part um just because you can't do anything yet like i was like two weeks out and i was going back to the gym and just doing upper body i was crutching around the gym would get to a bench my trainer would bring me weights i would do different exercises and that was that was that but but that even gives you something to do like like it gives you something to do it gives you a reason to go to bed that night it makes you a little bit tired when you go to like when i was the first week when i was doing nothing i was sleeping like five hours a night if that because i wasn't tired because i wasn't doing anything so you just let you just go in bed and just lay awake and just think about i mean essentially you just think about how terrible you are you just think about wow what a piece of shit i am basically that's that's what you do that's you just sit there and just like think about how Oh, you blew it again this year. Good job. You didn't even make it a couple races this year. You didn't even get a win this year. You blew it. Like you just think about that, and and yeah, um, and that's how it is with every injury. It doesn't matter if it's a collarbone. Doesn't matter if it's a, a long one like an ACL, a shoulder, whatever. That's just how it is. With the, until you can start doing stuff again. So that's why it's. I just know now it's really important that as soon as I can, as soon as I'm able to start getting back in the gym, doing anything, spinning on a cycle, anything like that. I need to do it. Like, I just need to do it. Even if I'm still, it's not just going to magically wake me up out of some depressive state, but it's definitely going to get you out of it a lot quicker than if you just sit, if you just sit around and it doesn't, it doesn't get any better. You have to start doing stuff as soon as you can. That's kind of what I've learned. So that's yeah. this year I was like, Hey, my, my trainer asked me, Hey, you want to come and lift at the gym like 10 days after surgery? And I was like, honestly, no, but it'd be good for me to do it. So yeah, I'm going to do it. And then that's kind of what just got me out of that just kind of that just like sitting around just moping around feeling terrible for a few days so that 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 made it once you're able to do that and then then i started doing rehab then i started doing you know 
all these different. I started getting injections in my knee to help with healing. Started doing like ice bath type stuff, a hyperbaric chamber and, and all the oxygen chamber, I, all, everything. And then whenever you start doing that, then you're in the gym, then you're doing that, then you're doing two or three things a day for rehab. And then yeah. before long, you're waking up at you're heading out at eight o'clock. You're getting back at like five o'clock or six or whatever, like a normal day of riding would be. So you're kind of you're yeah, basically that kind of turned into my job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're kind of yeah. yeah, exactly. You're just back into the the normal flow of things. You're just not riding, but you have a you have a goal of riding, so you know you're doing these things for a reason, basically. Where the yeah. first the first couple of weeks or whatever is when uh <clears throat> when you do event when not right now because obviously you're already back on the bike, but in general when you when you have an injury and you get back on the bike, is it best? Is it easier to get back on the bike where during the nationals or when people are racing supercross because obviously you get back obviously you're back on the bike now the guys are all out at pala or glen ellen or whatever and you're you're out with them or is it better when they're over on the supercross tracks so and you can do your own motos uh, like you mean coming is it easier to come back in supercross or come back in outdoor is that what you mean yeah it's like when you get back on the bike is it easier to do it mid when they're all still in the supercross groove or when because obviously when you first come back you're just going to do on the motocross track yeah regardless is it better when they're on the supercross track or is it better when they're doing their motors for the nationals as well i mean probably when they're on the supercross track just because you 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 mentally feel like you can catch up a little bit like mentally you're just kind of like okay they're still on supercross they're not thinking about outdoor i'm focused on outdoor I maybe don't have an advantage, but where I would be coming in way behind, like right now, I feel like I'm coming in far behind because they are already five, six races deep in a outdoor championship and I'm coming in mid outdoors. I, I feel like I'm behind where if you come in, if you get hurt early in supercross and it's just a, you know, it's a month and a half injury, two months maybe. So you're back for outdoors. Then you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm only focused on outdoors. They're still focused on supercross. You can kind of, you feel, like you can get that mental advantage whether or not it's actually happens or not is i don't know but um that it does help you a little bit um and just because you if you can start the championship at the beginning if you start outdoors at the beginning it's kind of a shock to everybody you know like you're coming off supercross nobody like even rhino just said the other day he was like nobody is a hundred percent prepared at the first race like everybody is like okay get the first race okay i forgot this is double the length of a supercross race basically it's hot it's rough it's this it's that so you kind of figure it out by the second third fourth race that's when you actually start to start to you know get back into the groove of outdoors so i'm gonna be coming in when everybody else is already fully back into the groove and i haven't raced outdoors for uh last year most of this year or even I raced, I've raced one race since last year. So uh, that's kind of going to be a little, that's going to be a little tough, but is what it is. I'll just try to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully everyone will be sort of like over it by the point you come back in. Yeah, like, maybe. Oh, here we maybe. Go. You'll that's, be like absolutely yeah, buzzing. Yeah, like, yeah a, come on. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. They, they, I'm, I'm hoping that they're like, I don't even want to show up at the races anymore. And <laughs> yeah. I have that all that, yeah, let's go. Or they might be like, nah, like, we're we're in the flow we're we're flowing with race weekend after race weekend we're in the groove so uh yeah we'll see which one it is i guess 
mean, yeah. last time you were you were sort of properly leading a championship when you had a, a good healthy run at things. Uh, you know, you you were out there in the two fifty West in twenty twenty, and obviously after you got hurt, then Chase has gone on this kind of run. So I mean, it's got to be encouraging to you to think, well, okay, well, last time I was healthy, I was beating this guy, and now he yeah. is like right at the top of the factory Honda. Okay, yeah, he's been kind of overshadowed by Jet a little bit in this season, well, a little bit massively, I should say. Um, and obviously he's had his injury issues, but everyone expects him to be right back at the sharp end when he gets back. And you've got to be thinking that you could be back at there yourself, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely that's uh, – that, I, I feel like the biggest thing – I mean, one of the biggest things is just that he hasn't gotten hurt all that much, and I have. And I've just missed – like I used to be um, – definitely used to be a type of guy that would – you know, it didn't matter how I looked in practice. I would be, you know, off the guys in practice. But come race time, I would show up. And that's when I would, you know, I just had that advantage over the guys that once I showed up to the race, I was a racer, not a practicer. Um, where now I feel like I've lost a little bit of that just just from lack of racing. I just haven't raced. It's the, the racing nerves, the jitters, the the when it's time to to not think about moto for the day, like between practice and the races, you have a couple hours. Okay, I'm going to tune out. I'm not even going to think about dirt bikes for a little bit. And then now I got to get my mind back. Just all the things that happen during a race day, um, you kind of not forget, but it just becomes more foreign than when you're racing almost every single weekend for years at a time. Sure. You know, you get that base, that base, you know, uh, fitness that you don't really lose. Where with me, I'm just going like this because I'm like, oh, I'm training super hard. Now I'm not training at all. Now I'm training super hard. Now I'm not. So I'm just like that where those other guys are just kind of always just right there so there's just it's just the injuries man that's the it's that's um i mean i feel like i could be up there with any of those guys uh if it wasn't for being hurt and i'm still trying i'm still like i feel like i'm still doing pretty well for for coming back injury after injury and just constantly like i said being like that i feel like i'm still able to compete with the guys that are up there um it's just then i'll get hurt again or something like that so it's just uh yeah just trying to figure it out trying to not get hurt which is where i'm i'm hoping my new trainer rhino will hopefully hopefully help that a little bit we've been kind of stressing technique uh a lot lately and um i'm hoping that'll uh kind of transfer into maybe less injuries uh maybe just more in control on the bike maybe maybe not i mean my, my past few injuries have been you know got cleaned out by jet in the air which uh broke yeah. my collarbone and in the process tore my labrum and then it was only a matter of time before my labrum got fully retore and then i tipped over in a corner at paulo like two weeks before the outdoor season last year and fully retore it so uh and then this year was literally just a me and rj bumped out of the gate and then camp those guys were coming left and we just yeah. came together it was just a racing deal so i'm not saying injuries are never going to happen but hopefully some of the ones that were maybe my doing will be a little bit less uh you know a little bit uh less likely yeah, yeah. you've definitely been more of a victim than, than one that's been known as a crasher you know like i say those two two major injuries were clearly not your fault so yeah, yeah. that's something that yeah i'd certainly buy it's, it's one of those in that you sort of cling to that as like okay well i'm not a piece of shit because <laughs> I, I haven't done this to myself but then you've yeah. also done this, yeah. this has happened to me so yeah i yeah. I, 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 I try not like i I, I, yeah, I can say that, but I try not to play the victim card too much. I mean, the whole, like, you know, the, the jet thing, he wouldn't have had the chance to clip the tough block and come over on me if I wouldn't have let him by, if I wouldn't have been slowing the whoops that lap, or if I would have got the whole shot at A1, I may have won a championship by now. You know, who, who knows? So that I try not to play the 
I, I yeah, I do think like that, but I try not to. I try to at least anything that I could have thought like I could have done better. I kind of try to okay, well, this wouldn't have happened if I would have done this. But at the end of this, it's all just you know woulda coulda shoulda at that point. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just you know not much point in thinking too much on it if there's something that you can actually learn from it. Which yeah, in the past, all my injuries have been strictly my fault. Maybe there's something I could have learned from it. Some of them have just been like, hey, you know. You, you're saying you're never ever going to case a jump the rest of your supercross career. You're saying you're never ever going to get a bad start the rest yeah. of your supercross career. You know, it, there's some things like that that are just like, hey, start bikes. It happens, you know. So yeah, you just kind of have to throw it up and just go, all right, well, just try to come back Again. strong. Yep. So, so um, one last question then, Brad, as the time is getting close. So, yeah, one last question from you, Brad, if you've got one there. Um, just. Well, I mm, I, I, really. I did have a question. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, so you come back. Say you come back for um, Millville. Um, you set the world on fire. You're like winning motos. Like <clears throat> everyone's like, oh, if Austin come back, if he came back at Parla, it would have been a different championship. Blah blah blah. blah. And you get the you get the call to do the nations. Is that is that something that you you fancy? Yeah, I'd do it for yeah. sure. I would like that's that's what um I'm uh I'm stoked to hear that there's a possibility of me setting the world on fire first off that's that's cool to hear (laughs) yeah thanks for that uh (laughs) uh, but yeah I'm at the point right now where if I get asked to do a race especially a race as like high caliber or like as big of deal as donations I'm not gonna turn that down like I'm gonna race I'm gonna race any race I can just to race but then if there was a chance to do a race like that uh yeah I would definitely do that that's like kind of like a like a bucket list yeah just a bucket list thing i mean i don't know you know our our whole american series has become more supercross focused nowadays so i wouldn't say you know growing up when i was you know when ricky was racing and james and stuff that was like the ultimate thing like you could win supercross you can win outdoors yeah that's a big deal but winning donations was like the top that was like the coolest thing where now i don't think it is anymore um, just because we focus so strongly on Supercross over here, but like that's that's just all the teams. I mean, if you ask yeah. them, would you rather have well, an outdoor championship? They seem they seem to think it's pretty cool when they won it at Red Bud again. I think yeah. that was just because they, they had a bit of a dry spell. And like, oh, yeah, that, that that's, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> now you're reigning champion. It's the yeah. most important thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, that that is a big deal. But I I, I feel like just. As far as teams, as far as what does your team want you to do, they want you to win a Supercross championship. Yeah. That's what the past few years, and maybe that might change now with the whole SMX thing. That turns into be a bigger deal than a Supercross and a Motocross championship. Maybe that's, but for the past few years, it's like, what do, what do you want? We want a Supercross championship. That's what we want. That's kind of been the most important thing. Um, maybe it's because you, Team USA has been losing at donations is maybe that's why it seemed less important is because we haven't been winning a lot but um uh or maybe it's just because we focus more strongly on supercross over here i don't know but either way um but if i got asked to do it i would dying. definitely do it just because that's a bucket list thing that would be sick yeah nice one yeah well uh, yeah it would be good to have you here and, and doing that so fantastic and you'd be wearing number two this year as well so that'd be quite yeah. a good a nice one to rent to, to, to be on that'd be good <laughs> <laughs> red that's plates, <laughs> red plates for the stars and bars. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be sick. 
awesome stuff right well uh, yeah we've got to wrap things up so yeah thank you so much for joining us Austin it's been a pleasure talking to you and uh, yeah great to have you on board and definitely wish you all the best with uh, the recovery and the return to racing and yeah if we could mind an up at Rene and I happen to be there I shall certainly come over and say hello because uh, yeah it'd be great to, to see you doing that uh, but yeah uh, just a quick thank, uh, shout out to our sponsors there just to say thank you to Kawasaki Motors UK um, obviously please check out their KLX 140R lineup for the youth riders with electric start three different sizes and uh, yeah obviously all uh, ready to go for adult bike racing from the very first tentative steps through to adult bike racing uh, also golf race fuels across sports cars single seaters motorcycle racing and further afield golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline and uh, also thanks to AS3 Performance uh, for helping us out again with the podcast and the AS3 Performance they stock a huge selection of aftermarket motocross parts available for the 1980s Evo two-stroke models to the current four-stroke bikes um, massively last but certainly not least evenstrokes.com so you can get help from Mr. Wheeler here yeah Brad Wheeler 10 is the discount code pop that in at your checkout and yeah and not 10% off uh, your overall purchase price yeah Brad Wheeler 10 you get 10% off fantastic thanks again Austin all the yep, best thanks for talking to you guys cheers yep. thanks to everybody for tuning in as well see you next time